Welcome to Becoming a Business, the podcast for anyone wanting to start, build or grow their business. Welcome to the show. It's so great to be back with you again on this week's show. don't know why I said show twice in one sentence. That's really poor form. But hey, you'll have to forgive me. I'm only human as you know, which will also explain why I missed the podcast last week. I can only apologize. Life going the way these things happen. I can't say it'll never happen again, but I will. I can say, sorry, that I will try to not make it happen again. Anyhow, if you've been enjoying Becoming a Business, then head on over to iTunes. Please subscribe, rate and review. What this does is it tells iTunes that people like it, and then iTunes will show it to more people, and more people can have the chance to discover it. If you don't like it, on the other hand, well... Why are you listening? No, I'm joking. If you don't like it, then let me know why you don't like it. Send me a message. You can email me. You can go on the website, whatever. Go to becomingabusiness.com and you should be able to find a contact form there that you can send a message to me. If there isn't one on there, then just email me at alex at alexboxall.co.uk. Anyhow, Today, I'm going to be talking about a little bit about overcoming adversity, which is something that we all have to do at some point in our life, and it will tie in really well with what our guest uh, interview is this week. So, adversity is so important for a good story, and we all want to tell a good story. We want our lives to be great stories. You see, without adversity, a story is boring. I mean... You may have heard, if you've heard me talking before, you may have heard me talk about the story of the man who wants to buy a Ferrari. Now, there's two stories, there's two versions of this story. One version is a man wants to buy a Ferrari. He goes to the Ferrari dealership and he buys a Ferrari. Or there's a man who wants to buy a Ferrari, but he does not have enough money. There's the adversity. So he finds a job where he has to work day and night every day to earn enough money to buy this car. On the way to buying the car, to earning the money, he meets a girl and falls in love with her, madly in love with her, and ends up spending the money he had saved for the car on a wedding. So they get married and they have kids, and that money that he keeps saving keeps going on the children. And suddenly he realises that he's 55, 60 years old, he's approaching retirement age, and he never bought the car. But he looks back on his life and he sees this amazing life he's had. This amazing life that was driven by the fact that he wanted to buy a car, that he was trying to save the money, but on the way things happened and he raised a family and he had a beautiful wife and he has a beautiful wife and he realised that the car is not that important to him and he never buys the car and you could argue that that story is sad because he never got the outcome that he wanted in the first place but the reality is, is that the adversity created such a great story. Such a great life for him that he didn't have to buy the car in the end at all. See, in stories, when you read them, there are three types of characters. There are heroes, there are villains, and there are victims. Now, these characters all have certain traits, certain ways of dealing with stuff that life throws at them. Victims just allow life to happen to them. They don't do anything to change their circumstances. Bad things happen... They complain and more bad things happen to them and nothing really changes. They stay in one place. They continue being victims. Nothing changes. Villains, on the other hand, take the bad things that happen to them and they allow that to feed their anger and they work on taking revenge. 
That's why in Star Wars, you'll hear me talk about Star Wars. I do like a bit of Star Wars. Star Wars Darth Vader had something bad happen to him. His The love of his life was taken from him. And he turned to the dark side and wanted revenge on everything that was good. Becoming one of the greatest villains in all of history. That's what villains do. And in life there are villains. There are people who will harbour that grudge and take it out on whoever they meet. You don't want to be a villain. Not if you can help it. Heroes, however, they have a very similar story to the villain. Bad stuff happens to the heroes. But rather than take revenge on everyone that they meet, heroes take bad situations and they redeem them. They find some way of taking the bad and making it good. Heroes are the people that we're rooting for. And you'd be amazed to find how many businesses, how many companies how many ideas were born from that moment of adversity, that bad thing that's happened to someone. And the hero in the story, the person who started the business, has decided to take that bad thing and work out how they can use it to create something incredible. Which brings us really nicely on to Maddie Alexander Grout. She is who we're interviewing today, and she is the person who created my VIP card. It's a local, localised, I should say. It's based in Hampshire in the UK. It's a discount card for people. I'm not going to spoil her story. I'll let her tell it. But she took adversity. She took a situation that was not positive, And she found a way of creating this incredible business that is thriving, that is winning awards, that is incredible. I know I said incredible twice. But I'm thinking off the top of my head and my vocabulary just went out the window. So I apologize. But hey, so she's created this incredible business based on trying to overcome adversity in her life. Have a listen to the interview and I hope you enjoy it. So today we're here with Maddie Alexander-Grout who runs my VIP card, which is an excellent discount card in the Hampshire and surrounding areas. Hi. Hi. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks uh, for having me. It's a, my pleasure. Um, I just thought I'd ask, I'd just move my book across the camera so that everyone, not that everyone can see the camera, but you know, I'll probably cut that bit out. I might not. Okay. I'll leave it in. Who cares? Um, <laughs> it's natural. Yeah, natural. Absolutely. Um, I've always said this podcast will be quite raw and human, for lack of a better word. Anyway, um, tell us a bit about what you do. Okay, so uh, my VIP card is a discount card and an employee benefit scheme for people who live and work in Hampshire. Um, the whole aim of the card is to help people to shop local and to support their local community. So it helps companies to reward, retain and recognise their staff. And it helps individuals, um, so employees or individuals, uh, just you know, human beings like me and you, to save money on things that they would be spending every day. So the idea is really, I call it the happiness triangle because it helps everybody involved. Um, it helps the businesses to save money um, on their staff retention. It helps um, people to um, earn, earn rewards and it helps people to save money in the local community. And it helps the community because it helps to keep all the money safe and locked in the Hampshire area, um, which is where we want it to stay. <laughs> Absolutely. 
Yeah, nice. So what is it that drew you, like, is there is there a reason that you decided to go with local community rather than nationwide? There will be nationwide eventually. Um, the plan is to grow, um, but it will still, the plan will still be to keep business in within local communities um for other counties so for example um you know at the moment we've got my vip hampshire we've got um my vip dorset launching later on in the year um and also berkshire as well um so neighboring counties Um, the idea is to help people to shop local in their direct community but also um as a my vip card holder you will be able to use your card wherever it's taken in the country Um, but it will still be supporting those local businesses who can't afford to advertise for themselves. So what I do is I actually um, offer a free advertising platform for smaller businesses. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do this is because I I actually set up a um, recruitment agency myself in 2012 um, after 10 years being a successful recruitment consultant and being the top biller on the South Coast, thinking, yes, I'm amazing at this. I'm going to go and make loads of money. Um, I decided to set up a recruitment agency and basically it flopped um, instantly because I didn't have enough money for advertising and I didn't have any uh, any support network. So my VIP card is not just um, about supporting those small businesses and helping them to get more customers. It's also about growing a business community um, um, so that people can collaborate with each other and they can can all work together. And um, it just... It just makes everyone feel warm and fuzzy. Nice. And <laughs> <laughs> um, what made what what made you decide to get into business yourself? You already said about your recruitment agency flopping. Yes. Well, that that was that was the main the main reason behind me wanting it to be um, around local businesses. But the the whole idea um, actually came from. Um, sort of a bit me being in a bit of a dark place so mm-hmm. after I had uh, Ben my my first uh, born who is now nearly four yeah. um, I set up a um a, a, a parenting forum um yeah. called the Southampton Parenting Forum uh, funny named <laughs> <laughs> used to be the baby and toddler forum but I kind of like I've, I've made it larger yeah. um, but I, I set that up because I suffered really badly with postnatal anxiety Mm-hmm. Um, basically I, I felt like if I left the house with Ben I would drop him and he would die um, mm-hmm. and it was it was quite a dark place um, yes. I was pretty much housebound for about the first three months of his life um, because I didn't want to go anywhere um, and I got some counselling and my counsellor very um, not in so many words because I don't think she'd have got very far if she told me to sort of man up and get out but uh, yeah. she, she basically said to me look the only way that you're going to actually get better is by facing your fears so you need to go out and you need to join a baby group you need to find some other mums who are in the same situation yeah so I went and joined a baby group and I loved it and it was great and I actually found that there were more people like me who were scared that their babies were going to die um, and I set up the, the forum as a support network for parents in the local community and I started to organise meetups for parents so um, you know the mums and dads would go to a coffee shop and we'd meet yeah. and we'd have coffees and eat loads of cake and um, just get to know each other and it it was all really good but it was really expensive Mm. Um, so I found that by going out to all of these things all the time it was making me feel better in terms of my mental health but it wasn't really helping my purse very much Mm. so I started to organize discounts for people like at soft plays and coffee shops and 
all these different places. And then I realized I had about 15 places that were offering me discount. And I thought, this is interesting. And at three o'clock in the morning on a very sleepless night one night, uh, I had this brainwave of an idea to set up a discount card that actually helped parents to save money because it was really, you know, it's an expensive time. Um, so it all, it all kind of sprang from there, really. So I launched with, 89, with 89 companies. Don't know why I waited. Oh. <laughs> don't know why I didn't wait till 90, but 89 seemed like a good, a good option. Yeah. So I launched and it was very popular very quickly. Um, and then I started to get complaints from people to say, I'm not a parent, you're discriminating against me. So you need to make this more accessible for everybody. And I thought, actually, I probably should. So I rebranded it. And the, the VIP no longer stood for very important parent. It just stood for a very important person. Nice. <laughs> and, um, and and so I, I rebranded and relaunched. Um, and then I partnered with a national benefit scheme to be able to offer some slightly bigger discounts for things like um, cinemas, um, gyms, um, high street supermarkets, mm. etc. Um, all still with the view to supporting the high street, but just um, you know making it a little bit bigger. Um, but the the focus point has always been on the local Hampshire based companies. Yeah. So that's kind of how it all started. Mm. So you rebranded to Very Important Parent? Yes. From from Very Important Parents. Sorry, to, from Very Important Parent yeah. to Very Important Persons People. people. Persons, persons Peoples. Is persons a thing? Don't okay. know. <laughs> um, and so what's been the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome as I a think, business? I think one of the one of the biggest challenges is that a lot of people want things for free. Um, and I think one of my biggest challenges has been actually getting the businesses who are advertising discounts on the card to actually buy it. And um, everybody expects something for nothing. And, and so when when people join, they should uh, be doing a bit of advertising themselves to yeah. get people to know that they are on the card and, and that they're part of the scheme as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my biggest challenge has been people who join and expect the world um to and, and all of you know it, it would be like starting a business and doing no marketing whatsoever and expecting you to get loads and loads of customers um the business partners sometimes expect to join and then the customers to come flocking whereas actually they do have to sometimes put in a bit of work to yeah. get to, to where they imagine they're going to be um so i think buy-in from people has, has been hard and, and also i think getting my name out there has been challenging at times but yeah. Um, yeah my facebook's now at over 80 five star reviews which is amazing um and the businesses are starting to starting to come as well because it, it it's a really affordable employee benefit for people mm. to have and it's something which helps companies corporate social responsibility um, it helps companies to actually fulfill that because Whenever, whenever a company buys from us as well, we actually donate two pounds per subscription to a charity oh, of that company's choice. Nice. So it, the companies can shout about the fact that they've got a my VIP card for yeah. their staff. Um, not only does it help their staff to save money, but also they can use the business-related discounts to save money for their business as well. Mm. Um, but they can shout about their corporate social responsibility because we donate two pounds to a charity for every subscription they buy, um, cool. and they also will be helping to keep money in the local community so they can shout about it on LinkedIn everybody will think they're amazing they can use it for marketing purposes as well so if they're trying to recruit staff they can 
um, say we've got this amazing employee benefit that you know our start all of our staff get, and it actually puts them ahead of their competitors as well. So nice, it's useful. Absolutely. And so, what made you decide to donate to charity as well? Then I like charities; they're kind of nice, you know. <laughs> I'm a I'm a giving kind of soul. Nice, I like it. <laughs> Um, well, no, I, there's just so many and they're so worthwhile. And, and actually, I donate personally to a lot of charities anyway. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to put something back into the community um, and I donate a lot a lot personally as well. Yeah. So I think um, I, ch- I let the companies choose the charity that they want to donate to so that everybody gets a slice of the pie, really. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. I was going to ask who do you donate to, but if each company is... Yeah, we've we've got some um, some main ones that that a lot of people choose, uh, like the Honeypot Children's Charity, Breast Cancer Haven, No Limits, um, Enableability is one that I'm just about to um, do some work with. I'm actually sponsoring uh, LinkedIn Local Portsmouth um, nice. in in the next month, um, and Enableability of their charity. So we're actually instead of two pound per subscription, we're going to be giving five pounds per subscription bought if anybody quotes LinkedIn Local five wow yeah so that's cool it is i'm excited yeah that's really good really good um because a lot of i think a lot of businesses don't think about that side of things don't think about giving some of their proceeds to charity and no and if everyone did then the like the amount of good that businesses could do would be even more I know. So it's it's really it's a no brainer. So they get a really cool employee benefit for their staff, but they also give get to give something back as well. So it makes yeah. their company look really good, um, mm. and they fundraise for nothing, which is a no brainer. So yeah, absolutely. What strategies have you used that have worked really well to grow your company? Just blasting it. Um, okay. I I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I don't stop ever. Um, if if I get anything, if anybody says anything negative to me. I it, it basically makes me want to do more work. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if somebody says something negative, I just I just I do everything in my power to to nice. squash that that quibble and uh, <laughs> yeah, just just make sure that I'm I'm on it all the time. So I think mm-hmm. really my my advice to any business owners who are starting up is just don't quit because. Um, there have been times where I've had a really tough time. Like I've, I've got a newborn who doesn't sleep. Um, I had a really horrific pregnancy and I think I've been pregnant or with a newborn for basically the entire time I've been running my company. Um, and there have been so many, so many times, so many dark times where I felt absolutely rubbish, but I've just pulled myself out of bed and just done mm. it. Um, yeah. and that's the thing. Hard work will pay off. Um, and I'm starting to see some really, really positive, exciting things coming from my business. Um, so I'm about to launch the VIP awards, Mm -hmm. which, um, is going to be, um, a a really, really big award ceremony to reward the businesses who are engaged and the businesses who we're partnering with. Um, so it's all about, um, recognizing, local businesses in the Hampshire area um, mm. and the smaller businesses because quite a lot of the awards that are out there they just don't cater for the smaller businesses yeah that is true so, so for every category on the website um, there will be an award so literally an award that suits every single business so what categories have you got just have interest okay so we've got a business services category yeah uh, we've got uh, food and drink um, clothing and footwear, gifts and keepsakes, uh, household, 
Um, you're testing me now. This is hard work. Where are we? Photography and video. Children's. Yeah. So things like children's activities, children's places, etc. I've forgotten a few, but there's there's so many. I know there's 12 categories, 12 categories. But also I'm going to have a cardholder's choice award, which will be business of the year. Yep. So that will be voted for purely by the VIP customers. Mm-hmm. Um, an eco award um, to celebrate a business that's gone above and beyond to help the environment. Um, and also a best newcomer award as well for, for, a, for a new business that's, that's launched within the last year. Mm. Cool. Wow. That sounds like it's going to be a pretty big awards evening. It's going to be, it might be a bit long, but yeah, it's going to be fun and really good. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes these things do have to be long if everybody wants oh. to be mentioned Absolutely. and get a bit of a i'll try and do it really fast i'll make sure that yeah. i get like the, the speediest talker in the world to present them it'll be fine nice. yeah <laughs> when when's that going to be um, we're looking at october we don't have a venue confirmed yet okay. but we're looking at doing it with one of the, the vip business partners so every single element of the awards will be vip so it'll be one of our one of the hotels that is a, a business partner um, yeah. we'll get the decorations done by one of the business partners. We'll get um, you know, flowers done by the business partners. Um, mm. And the, the cat, there are going to be categories for people uh, to sponsor as well. Yeah. Nice. So we're, we're actually looking at uh, launching a, a crowdfunding scheme um, mm. over the next, over the next month. Um, and one of the rewards will be um, having a, your very own personalized table at the, at the award ceremony. Cool. Uh, which would be quite exciting. Sounds like big plans. Big plans, lots of big plans, yeah. Excellent. Cool. And so if people want to find out where you are um, or find out more about VIP, where do they need to go? If they go to myvipcard.co.uk, all of the information's there. Um, We have a business partners category. So if somebody wants to join as a business partner, then just head over to that area and sign up and then we'll advertise your business for free. Um, if you want to buy a card and you want to check out the discounts that we've got available, just go to the discount section. I mean, if you go, if you head to the Facebook and have a look at the reviews, mm. we have over, as I said, over 80 um, positive reviews about how much money yeah. people are saving. So if you, and if you think of discounts that aren't on there, you know, we'll, we'll go and try and find them for customers. So what's the, okay. What's the weirdest request for a discount that you've ever had? Oh, weirdest. Um, Funniest. Pest control was a funny one. Okay. Yeah, somebody wanted pest control. Uh, so we got that in the end. So that oh. was good. Um, we're currently looking for a um, property surveyor um, okay. and uh, a property um, lawyer. What are they called? Conveyancer. Conveyancing solicitor. Yes, yes we're looking for one right. of those. So if anybody is interested, get in touch. Okay. Um, I've got customers waiting for you. Nice. Um, yeah, people always want restaurants, so we, mm. we're constantly trying to add the restaurants. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think the, the biggest the biggest ask that we've ever had has been, please, can somebody get Poulton's Park? And we've tried and tried and tried, and they always say no, so that's a, no, okay. a no-go area. Um, but, yeah, we'd, we'd, we're more than welcome. Yeah, people are more than welcome to make suggestions, and we'll always try. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. 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 Um, Excellent. Well, thank you very much for sharing today. No, thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And make sure, all you listeners out there, that you go over to myvipcard.co.uk and sign up. 
get a VIP card. I've got one and it is excellent. So yeah, do that. And it's time for this week's question of the week, which is how do I get the best out of email marketing? But before I go into that, I just need to let you all know that Maddie asked me to tell you that she's going to have a new website launching on the 15th of June. The same day she's going to launch the VIP awards and the business partner packages. They're all launching on that day. So 15th of June, make sure you go and check them out. Anyhow, on to the question of the week. How do I get the best out of email marketing? The first thing I would say is that you need to build your list. Without a list, you're not going to get anything out of email marketing because you've got no one to send the emails to. So how do you start a list? Well, first thing you need to do is get a landing page, a page that people can land on where you offer them something for free in exchange for their email address. Now, what you offer them should be val- like it should be a perceived value of about 10 to 15 pounds. Otherwise, nowadays, people don't give you their email address. A few years back, people would have given you their email address in exchange for a newsletter or anything. You could have just asked them for their email address. They'd give it to you freely. But nowadays, you really need to give them something of high value that is linked to what you offer. So, for example, if you are into gardening or if you offer gardening services, you might offer them a how to best look after your lawn download report thing or PDF it's called 10 ways to make sure your lawn looks better than your neighbors whatever your angle is whatever you offer make sure that the PDF that you offer them that the report that you offer them is linked to your offer and is of high value then when someone subscribes get them receiving a, a like a what I would call an email campaign so we're talking probably seven to ten emails, not on the same day, spread them out across probably across two weeks. This is to get them used to opening your emails. You want them looking forward to your emails, so make these emails interesting, make them full of value, make them about you. So one of the people that I follow on the internet, he's called Russell Brunson, and he has created a awesome software called ClickFunnels, which a lot of people use for building their sales funnels. Uh, If you want to go and check them out, I will put a link in the notes, in the show notes. Um, He talks about Seinfeld emails. Now, Seinfeld was a show back in the late 80s, early 90s, and each episode was literally about nothing. It was just about a day in the life of Jerry Seinfeld, the main character. And people loved it because it was so simple, because it wasn't about anything specific. People really loved just these little glimpses of into someone's life and it's the same thing with your emails make them funny short interesting not necessarily about anything of massive depth but always tie your offer in at the end always 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 put a link in your emails to say oh check this out go to this link check out my new blog go to this page, maybe buy this thing, whatever you want to put in there, make sure you put it in on every single um, email so that people know to look for those links. Now, how do you set this all up? Well, the best way to set this all up is with what's called an autoresponder system. And the one that I use and the one that I recommend for people is a company called GetResponse. They are super simple. Their support is really good. 
and they're simple to set up. That's the important thing, particularly when you're starting out. So if you want to get free 30 days with them, which you can do, just go to becomingabusiness.com forward slash get response, all one word, and follow that link. It'll take you to the get response page and you will find that you can get free 30-day trial with them. Their basic package then works out about £11 a month to begin with and is really good, well worth trying out. Set up those emails, get some people on that list and start making some money. I've read somewhere that for every person on your list, you should be making about a pound a month. So if you've got 400 people on your list and you're doing email marketing well, you're going to be getting about 400 pounds from that list. Uh, that's an average. It doesn't mean that every person is giving you a pound. It means that if you're selling stuff, then you should make about 400 pounds from the emails that you send to that list. Hope that makes sense. If you've got any questions, leave them in the comments on the blog page, which is becomingabusiness.com. And if you're enjoying this, head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they've changed the name to at the moment. Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It just means that people get more people get to know about us. Anyhow, keep on becoming a business, and I'll see you next time.